You're listening to West of Middle East, a podcast about changemakers from the Middle East diaspora living in the West. I'm your host, Shuka Kalantari. In each episode, we hear from Middle Eastern immigrants and first-generation Americans who make it their careers to create positive change. West of Middle East is created by the Neda Nobari Foundation, an organization supporting dynamic projects in pursuit of social justice. We change the narrative about what the Middle Eastern diaspora contributes to the West. We go beyond stereotypes to create a cultural bridge. In season one of West of Middle East, we begin to build this bridge in California. In this episode, we hear from an Iranian immigrant who became a millionaire in the U.S. and is using her resources to support arts, education, and podcasts like this one that help create understanding about the Middle East diaspora. It's about curation. It's about editing. I would like to give that opportunity to those individuals in my community from my diaspora and similar diasporas from our region who have a lot to say and they have contributed so tremendously to our communities with their actions, with their activism towards social justice, environmental justice, building an equitable community. Those people need to get the opportunity to have the mic in front of them so that they can tell their stories. That's Neda Nobari. I'm sitting with her in her kitchen in Orinda, in a town about an hour east of San Francisco. Neda pours us some Persian tea while her mom, who's visiting from Sweden, teaches us how to say cheers in Swedish. Skål. 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 Cheers. Cheers. Neda spends her days between her home in Orinda and in Beverly Hills with her two sons. Neda is a community activist and a philanthropist. She and her ex-husband were behind the huge success of the women's clothing brand, Bibi. There were five stores in the early 80s. I was a 21-year-old software engineer right out of college. I left my job and I joined him at BB. Over the next 22 years, BB grew and it became a billion dollar public company. We had stores everywhere, but it wasn't just the two of us that made BB a success. It took a village. It always does. So many wonderful, hardworking, committed, Passionate people contributed so greatly to our success in the 90s and early 2000s. At the end, it's always about the people, the relationships, respect, trust, reciprocity. Neda left Bibi in 2006 and founded her private foundation. She went back to school and got her master's in liberal studies. That's when her focus shifted from fashion and business to refugees and diasporas. It takes a community to build anything, a company or a diaspora. It's all built on the same principles of treating people with dignity. So that's what I like to see us do with the refugees, the immigrants and the displaced, to treat them with dignity. Trust me, most people would rather stay home with their families. I know I would have. 
But when you don't have control over your life because of a war that you didn't start, you're at the mercy of others and their humanity. In 2016, Netta started the Center for Iranian Diaspora Studies, a program at San Francisco State University researching Iranian diaspora communities and their contributions to host societies. Netta says our public education system is a powerful tool to share stories of diasporas. I also believe in the power of art, film, as means of storytelling. So I'm hoping that the Center for Iranian Diaspora Studies will provide the platform for us to do a lot of that with less emphasis on the politics of it. Because I think once we realize how much we have in common, just a human race, in terms of the challenges that we all face as a planet, it will bring us closer together rather than all the emphasis being put on how different we are. Neda recently supported a shadow puppet play called Feathers of Fire by Hamid Rahmanian, an Iranian immigrant from New York. It's an ancient Persian fairy tale turned shadow play for all ages and all ethnicities. I'm going to my father at his encampment. He will have to kill me first if he wants to march on Kabul. I am not going to allow him to shatter my dreams. I believe in the power of storytelling. When I meet people, I ask them about their stories. And inevitably, it creates this intimacy and this connection that when we part, it's as if we've known each other for so long. As a way of storytelling for my foundation work, we've supported film, documentaries, as well as features, anything that we can use. Neda wants to support the Iranian diaspora because she's a part of that diaspora. Neda was born in Iran and came to the U.S. when she was 15 years old to escape violence around the Iranian Revolution. She moved in with her aunt in San Rafael, California. That same year, in 1979, the Iranian hostage crisis happened. 66 Americans were held captive in the U.S. Embassy in Iran. The handful of Iranian students at Neda's school got bullied a lot. High school can be brutal. The environment is not as forgiving and tolerant. So when the hostage crisis happened, all I remember is one morning I got to my school and the front giant wall to the building where the administration building was all graffiti, spray-painted, go-home camel jockeys. I didn't even understand what that meant. Neda withdrew. She hid her identity. Her big hazel green eyes, light skin, and long black hair didn't give away that she was Iranian. I come from an Azeri family from Azerbaijan region in Iran. I speak fluent Turkish, and I went into this mode that I'm Turkish. I'm not Iranian, I'm not Persian, whatever you want to call that, where the hostages are. So I separated myself from that identity for many, many years. Today, Neda feels like she's making up for lost time by putting her time and resources into supporting Iranian and other Middle Eastern diasporas. Not to be melodramatic, but I feel like I betrayed my identity for so long. 
And now that I have a strong voice and I have lived experience and I have accomplished so much according to what the successful standards look like in this country, I'm in a place of strength and I'm paying it forward. I want to be the voice for those that aren't in the same position that I am. And there are many. Neda says so much of history has been written by the victors, the conqueror's perspective, and that it's time to give others a voice. One way to do that is through film. Her foundation is executive producer of Coup 53, the working title of an upcoming documentary by Tari Amirani, an Iranian filmmaker in London. Coup 53 is about the CIA staged coup in Iran back in 1953. It led to the overthrow of Iran's democratically elected prime minister, Mohammad Mossadegh. Then there's the upcoming documentary film campaign, Humanity on the Move. The project shares the stories of diverse people living through the global refugee crisis, from the Middle East and North Africa to the U.S. and Latin America. The project explores our global migration crisis through the hearts and minds of those directly impacted. People are going to have to learn how to deal with the conflicts and, you know, they're real, that come up with having to coexist with people that they're not used to seeing, that they don't know anything about, whether it's their history or culture. But there are millions of people who have to face those realities now and millions more who have to accept those other people coming into their communities. Neda's foundation is also executive producer of a recent award-winning film called Radio Dreams. It's about Afghanistan's first rock band, now immigrants in San Francisco, and how they're trying to coordinate a jam session with Metallica. I'm Sadiq. I'm Suleiman. I'm Rabi. And together, you're Kabul Dreams, the very first rock band in Afghanistan. Radio Dreams, though fictional, looks at the struggles of people from Afghan, Iranian, and Assyrian diasporas as they try to create a home and a name for themselves in America. Well, whose voices do we normally hear? What narrative gets airtime? Who's got the microphone has the power to disseminate a certain narrative? So anything that I can do now to contribute to changing that narrative, to communicating to the larger world that, you know, we are productive people, we are good people, we are successful people, we're educated people, and we contribute to whatever community, wherever we live, in positive ways. And to bring that understanding and recognition to the larger audience. It's become a passion and a focus of my life now. When Neda Nobody first came to the U.S. when she was 15, she hid her Iranian identity to protect herself from racism and bullying at her high school. Decades later, Neda takes every chance she gets to share stories about Iranians and others from the Middle East diaspora. Neda says sharing stories leads to understanding and empathy. At least, that's the hope. That way future generations may not have to feel like they have to hide who they really are to get through a day of high school. 
You've been listening to West of Middle East. You can hear more episodes about changemakers from the Middle East diaspora at westofmiddleeast.org. If you like what you heard, rate us on iTunes. Our podcast is created by the Neda Nobari Foundation, a group supporting dynamic projects in pursuit of social justice. Seth Samuel is our engineer. Audio from the play Feathers of Fire is courtesy of Hamid Rahmanian. Music from Feathers of Fire is courtesy of Nandi Publishing. Audio from the movie Radio Dreams is courtesy of Butamar Productions. Music is composed by Loga Ramin Torkian and Azam Ali. Our reporter and producer is me, Shuka Kalantari. If you have suggestions for what you'd like to hear on season two of West of Middle East, or want to share your thoughts on what you heard just now, email us at comments at westofmiddleeast.org. Thanks for listening.